0: Welcome to the Upwards Positive Podcast with your hosts, Dave and Tim. Journey to positive thinking through stories, music, movies, and much more. Join the guys as they help provide you with ideas and thinking that will help you through hard times and the journey of life. Welcome to the Upwards Positive Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Thomas, along with my co-host, Tim Mazzarana. And today we are talking about the everyday pressures and what we sometimes call rage, I guess you could call and road rage or other things, but uh, everyday difficulties that you might go through in your life. And uh, sometimes you just need to talk about it. And, and that's what this show is going to be about today. We're really excited that we finally came to a conclusion on our name. And uh, Tim and I will kind of discuss that in a little bit. just kind to talk to you guys about how we came up with it and why. But more importantly, uh, again, this show is about you, the viewer. It's about Um, talking with us, chatting about life in general and, uh, you know, going over different themes. And, uh, you know, our last episode, we talked about music and got in some detail about some song titles and and lyrics. And today we're going to talk about a little bit something different, but we will cover different events like that on the show. We're going to cover a lot more music, a lot of movies. There's a lot of great things we plan to cover to talk about what the true meaning is of those items and how they help us look upwards uh, towards God, towards Jesus, however you wanna however you want to state it, but it helps you look upwards, uh, you know, and stay positive. That's the key and that's the main part of it. So Tim, how's it going?
1: Good, man. It's uh, you know, we're we're recording this. It's uh Sunday and uh, you know, we we our church meets on Sundays and uh with 2020 and COVID all going on, um, we decided this morning there's a little bit of snow that fell that just looked really cool hanging from the tree. Is a really thick kind of snowman making snow outside, and we decided to get out and uh, go for a little drive while we watched, um, you know, church and the and the safety of our car as opposed to going and you know having to wear a mask for an hour and a half and and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, just kind of took a little little ride up north for about an hour or so, and road conditions weren't weren't too bad. Not a lot of cars out and everything like that, but it was just a nice little, nice little getaway to get out of the house for a little bit, um, sit back, relax, listen to a good message. We just started um, really uh, getting into uh, Psalms which is going to be, I don't know, gosh, man, this church, it could be eight years before we get out of Psalms because it's a long book, but (laughs) we'll see how long it takes, but it was kind of cool, man. I mean, it's, it's, it's one of those where, where you get to enjoy the beauty of nature, see the, see the snowfall hanging from the pine trees, which is absolutely awesome up here in Michigan and uh, just kind of chill and relax. And I'm happy to report this trip that we took there. um, Weren't any road rage incidents. So <laughs> yeah, no, yeah,
0: yeah, it is,
1: I <laughs> say, it's funny you brought that up. Cause I was thinking about that today. Like, let me go for a drive in the snow. Um, there's a lot of silly people that drive on Sundays and, you know, I can only imagine what, what some people around here might be uh, driving around in and all that kind of stuff. But uh, it was good. There weren't that many cars on the road. We we're able to kind of get out and about and, and just kind of reflect on the day a little bit.
0: Yeah. Good, good. Yeah. I was <clears throat> thinking about, you know, road rage the other day and I, I don't know why, but I, I was thinking about it because I thought, you know, when you feel like a road rage scenario, or someone cuts you off, or you you feel that need to be upset, I started thinking about that in detail the other day, and and about it maybe a year ago, I and I forgot what I have actually told myself. So about a year ago, I said to myself, you know, it's not important to be mad at somebody for rushing or trying to get around you or cuz really doesn't matter in at the end of the day, right? It's not going to affect you. You don't want to lose. It's like a competition almost it becomes like a competition unfortunately. And uh mentally you're thinking this. But then I started thinking about it in more detail and I thought, you know, I don't know what that person has going on. Maybe they do need to cut me off. Maybe they have to go get to a dying parent. Maybe they have a kid that's in harm or in danger. Uh, maybe, you know, we don't know the circumstance to why they're riding our tail. Now, yes, they could just be a jerk and, you know, they, they just, that's how aggressively they drive, but that doesn't mean it should change me and how I perceive what I am doing right and wrong. Right. And I think people sometimes yeah. forget that they don't think about, they always think they're in the right and don't look at it from the perspective of someone else's point of view. And I think that's one of the hardest parts about anything in life is just really putting, t- taking a step away from yourself put yourself in someone else's shoes and understand open. Yeah, and, and just be open to the dialogue of understanding. You might not understand, you might never understand at all what that person's going through. Cause you might not know them. You might not ever do anything to even know them, but you know, it doesn't matter. What matters is what you do with your time on earth and what you and how positive you are for any scenario. Um, another example of that is I don't remember where I heard this story. I think it was chicken noodle soup for the soul years ago chicken soup Mm -hmm. for the soul the book. Yep. And there was a, it was a Christian one, a book, and it talked about, um, how this family came. I don't remember. It was something about where they came to the door and they needed money or food or something. And the father gave them money. And, and the, the, and the kid said, uh, or the wife or the kid, I can't remember said something on the lines of, you know, why would you give them money? You know, the odds are they're going to spend it on garbage or whatever. And the dad's like, it doesn't matter what they do with the money, what matters is that I did the right thing. Like they needed help. I helped. Yeah. I did what was needed to be done. However, they, whatever they do with it is on them. So if they want to do the right thing, they do the right thing. If they want to do the wrong thing. That's not my choice anymore. I'm out of yeah. the scenario. I, I did I, what God wanted me to do and help these people. There's a, a lot more detail, but you know,
1: <laughs> yeah, I have a, I actually have a perfect life example. Around that. And I'll, I'll, I'll never forget this. So, so I work down in the city. Um, you know, there, there's a lot of homeless down there that are on the corners that are, you know, asking for money and all that kind of stuff. And I, I would, my, my parking structure. So I drive downtown, I I have a parking structure that I would park in. And my parking structure is a couple blocks away from my actual office. And, uh, you know, so every day, every morning you would walk past the same people. And eventually, you know, and I, I was one of those, like I, when I first worked in down in Detroit, I loved it. I loved the, I love the big city atmosphere. I love the atmosphere just in general and just really wanted to be a part of that community. So, so I made it a point to, um, get to know some of those people, right. Walking by, acknowledging them, saying hi, I'd give them a couple bucks. And there was always this guy, Kevin, who always sat on the corner of, uh, uh, a certain corner right by my office building down there, every morning I'd say hi. And when I had, you know, a couple bucks in my pocket, I would give him a couple bucks. And this went on for months and months and months, you know. And there were times like I'd walk by and he just like he looked down, he looked depressed. I was walking around on lunch and I would sit down and I would talk to him. And I remember one time, you know, he was really just distraught. He 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 said that his dad was um you know, in, in bad medical shape, he's out like somewhere that was going to cost like 40 bucks to get out and go see him. And he couldn't and blah, blah, blah. You know, and I've, I've seen this guy, I've seen Kevin for many months now, and we've talked and all that kind of stuff. And, um, I decided to help him out and I gave him the money that it took to go and, and see his dad that day. What he, what he said he needed, you know? So this, this, and this is just normal, right? So three, four five months pass. And, uh, there, there's, uh, up here where, where I live, we had to go to target and we go to target, um, had to buy a couple things. And as I'm walking out of target, walking in, in a, in a suit and a tie was Kevin.
0: (laughs) Wow. Holy cow.
1: And he looked at me and I looked at him and I thought to myself, that's very interesting. (laughs) You know, I just saw you four days ago in Detroit. You know, I asked him for money. I actually gave him a couple bucks a couple days ago and uh here he is walking into uh to Target in in literally a suit and a tie. Um now now you know the the, the part of me you know goes through my head like that's very strange. You know, you want to think the worst of somebody. He's just scamming down there and all that kind of stuff, but I don't know what he had going
0: on. Yeah. yeah. Maybe
1: he was at a funeral, maybe you know job something interview. happened. Yeah, maybe it was a job opportunity. Uh, because right after that, I actually didn't see him anymore. I, I saw him, you know, maybe once from a distance, somewhere else down in Detroit, and then that was it. But it, it was very, very strange, and that kind of just hit home with exactly what you're saying. Is you know, in that moment of me seeing him, he looks proper, he looks like he's got all of his stuff together. You don't know what's going on in their life. Oh, yeah, you don't correct. know maybe yeah. he was scamming mm-hmm. me. I'll never know that.
0: Doesn't maybe matter. I, will,
1: though. I mean, I will someday, but It just goes back to say, in those moments where I was giving him money, I was doing the right thing, right? Trusting in somebody, trusting in somebody's truthfulness for needing help and doing the right thing in that circumstance. So I have no regrets whatsoever, but it was just kind of an interesting story that kind of hits home with what you're talking about there.
0: Yep. I agree. Yeah. hundred percent. That's, you know, a lot of times I think people just kind of just forget, you know, you get stuck in your little yourself you get stuck in your life and what you're used to and you always want more people always just say, I mean this and the, it, <clears throat> this conversation actually came up to my kids we were driving and my my youngest son said something along the lines of you know oh it'd be so amazing you know if if we were rich or be a millionaire. I'm like I'm already rich. Yeah I'm I'm good. He's like what do you mean you can't have this that and that and I'm like I have everything I need and I got an amazing family. I got some awesome friends like I mean I don't know what else I could possibly need in life. And and my um, my dad taught me something that's really important that it is, and I still think about today. And I, sometimes I do things that, you know, are are not necessary, but I do it because I, I just want it. Right. But he always said, there's a need and there's a want. There's two different things in life. They're, yeah. they're very dramatically different. So something that you need is something that you have to have to survive or make your life better. And when I say make your life better, I mean, in the sense of like a suit for a job or a car to get to work or, you know, those are needs. They're not wants. And, um, you know, a want is like, for instance, this really cool keyboard I have here, or this microphone, this is a want. Doing this podcast is a want. It's not necessarily something I have to do. It's not going to, you know, make or break me and I don't need to do it. So anyway, the point that, remind,
1: that reminds me of a, a song by the Rolling Stones, by the way, called You Can't Always Get What You Want.
0: Dang, maybe that's <laughs> where you got it
1: goes, <laughs> it goes, you know, the lyric is you can't always get what you want, but you get what you need.
0: But you get what you need, yeah. <laughs> but that's the sad and, and, part. When it comes, him to like uh, how people in life, sometimes they rip off their own family members and things of that nature, their moms yeah. and dads, like they need money for this, that. But really, it's stuff they don't need. It's the stuff they want. And I I, I I say that because you should always really strive to just buy things you need. And then if you have money for want, that's different. But the po- the point of the want section is that. Some of that want section could be divided up into helping. So like if I want something like, uh, do I really need this hundred dollar keyboard or could I buy a thirty dollar keyboard and then help somebody else with something else they need, you know, need what they need. Right. So there are some major differences there, Uh, but it sounded like, you know, with this Kevin guy that, you know, in that moment, he needed that bus fare or whatever it was to get to see his dad, which in no way, shape or form implies that you did the wrong thing. In fact, it's the complete opposite where you did the right thing. And it doesn't matter if he actually had to do that or not. You, you, st- you stepped up to what God put in front of you and you hit a home run. You said, you know what? I can do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to help this guy out. That's all there is to yeah. it. It's that simple. And then, you know, whatever he does with it is his, his journey with God and how he takes care of himself. My yeah, opinion. And I think
1: that's right. And I think, you know, what, what the long-term effect of not doing that is your, your heart becomes hardened, right? You, you become emotionless to other people's needs, wants, who they are. And I struggle with this And in all honesty, this is a struggle of mine. Um, you know, you, you, you've either been hurt or somebody has said things to hurt you. And I, I struggle with forgiveness. I struggle, struggle with having an open heart towards people and towards different situations because of my past experience. Um, but in the moment, when you look at it, you have to realize that everything happened for a reason and that's a test, right? You're you're in this world and, and in those moments where you feel hardened and you know that, that you're shutting down to people because of certain things that have happened in the past, that's a test to see what direction you're going to go. And I struggle with that one, man. I, I, I fail all the time with, with choosing the path that is the easiest out, right? That's always, that's always what everybody wants to do. What's the easiest out? How do I, how do I express myself and just get what I want right now? You know, um, you know, and that just goes with driving. I think like you said, the, the competition part of it, um, I, I, I look at it more like, and I, (laughs) I struggle with this too, of, of me just playing the dad role and, Hey, they need to know what they did was wrong, you know. But yeah, that that's true. that's I, I gotta I gotta get away from that a little yep. bit. And and because I'm not their dad, I don't I'm not in that role and I'm called to be an
0: example yep. to other people. That's true. And I and you sometimes, and I, Tim, it sounds weird, and and this is kind of takes us back a little bit to central when we used to go to school together, Central Michigan. And I I, I sometimes I think of things in the opposite. Like if I see it, if I see a younger person driving, I don't think I try not to think of the things like, Oh, look at that punk or, you know, because I try to think back and I, I look back and I think of you and me. And I think of what we did hey now, central. you're driving, you're driving a <laughs> central in the back country and it was a lot of fun. And I yeah. feel like that was, I scared. Yeah. I mean, like going <laughs> 50, 60 around a dirt turn was scary to me, but am I glad we did it? Yes, I am. But I also would have been, You know, we never had adults come and say, you can't do that. Or, you know what I mean? Like, or get in our face or chase us down or, you know what I mean? Like, those are the moments where I think you got to let kids be kids. They're going to do some stupid stuff. And there's no doubt about it. I mean, they're going to have fun in in what they think is fun. And they're going to do things that are not what you would think fun, but you think differently now than you did then. That's what I'm getting at. It's like our mindset is 40 year old mindset now. Whereas before it was 20 year old mindset, right? It was you, you have different. that
1: life experience. You're not in the moment of gaining it, right? Correct. Like we were back then. We
0: needed yeah, that so. though. And that's what I was getting at. So the kids, yeah. they need that kind of stuff. And yeah, they might be rude to you or they might you know treat you bad. But that's the thing about people that for me, it's always been the same. I don't care if you're a billionaire or you have nothing. I'm going to treat you the same. Like I just am. Yeah. Like that's me. And one of the best things about, for me at, w- at least was when I worked at Enterprise Rent-A-Car that was a great experience. I, I literally went from picking up people who had no money who were paying in cash in downtown Detroit to picking up people from Bloomfield and all these high, rich society areas. And so you're mixing with both these type of people the whole day. And the one thing I learned is that people are people. You know they're gonna laugh. They're gonna enjoy the same way. Money means nothing in the in the gist of real life. All it does mean is what you can afford and what you can do and what you can't do with some of the fun stuff in life. But it has nothing to do with what God put you here for and you yourself. Like honestly, like a lot of these people. We just watched a movie. Um, excellent, excellent movie. Recommend everybody. Uh, Jamie told me about the movie. Actually, it's called Safety on Disney, and it's about a football player who went to Clemson and in Clemson, his, his mom was addicted to cocaine or crack or whatever. She went to, uh, they put her away to you know, to get better the state. And the youngest son was left home alone and, or he had to go to the system. And so instead of that, he hid the kid at Clemson in his dorm room while he's playing football for Clemson. And then it goes into this whole thing about how the whole team rallied around him, the community, the church, Everybody tried to help, you know, provide some food. And then the NCA got involved because, like, he's getting free things. Right. So it became a huge catastrophe in that sense. But in the end of the day, everybody did the right thing. And this guy and his son, his kid, his brother, I should say, um, were taken care of by the community. It was, it was a beautiful, excellent, and it's a true story. This is a true story, which made it even better. But it really, like made my respect go up very highly for an organization like Clemson um, who, you know, to be honest, I've always just liked their jerseys, know nothing about them, but <laughs> you know, after watching that movie, I was like, wow, I mean, these people really stepped up and they said that in the movie, they said that he's like, why are all these people helping me? He's like, cause you're family, you're here, you're at yeah. Clemson, you're part of our family now, everybody the whole community. It wasn't even just like the football players. It was like, even students were helping where they could watch the, you know, help the kid get to school. And it was just amazing, amazing event.
1: Yeah. It's, it's, it, I love watching that kind of stuff. And and there's not enough of that out there. You know, you're, you're bogged down with all these, these TV shows and, you know, the Netflix age of things where it's instantaneous and from in entertainment. And there's just not enough of that purity in, in, I think a lot of the entertainment that's out there right now. Right. I mean, yeah. I think that's part of why we're here. Why, why we wanted to start doing this type of thing is to share our experiences, our life stories, and just our thoughts on, on different aspects of life and being positive and moving upwards, um, you know, with, with, everybody, because there's not enough content like that out there. And, and we didn't want to like, we didn't want to be another podcast that, you know, was, out there just to preach or read Bible verses or anything like that. We just wanted to share real life. Here's who we are. This is what we think, you know, kind of stuff. So, and experiences. Um, yeah our
0: our experiences so and your experiences you know comment below on experience join us on the show tell us you want to join us yeah i think that would be
1: great if we had you know if there's anybody out there that wants to share their life experience their testimony where they are how they got where they are you know that would be phenomenal for us to be able to share your story with everybody else so please let us know
0: yeah that's excellent um
1: Speaking of why we're doing this, you know, we, we spent a little bit of time this week looking at um just kind of our, our image that we wanted to put out there, right. Our new logo, if you will. Uh, we went back and forth, you know, several times. I don't know if you want to, can you bring it up on the screen maybe? Is that easy or no? Uh, um
0: well, Let's just pretend it's there. Cause it'll be there in the post editing.
1: Yeah. So <laughs> gotcha. No, 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 that works. So, so when, when we went back and forth, first of all, Dave, Dave, you know, is, is a great designer. He does a lot of computer work and is able to, to move through this stuff kind of kind of quickly. And he sent some samples, you know, initially of what it looked like. And, and it's great. I mean, basically what you're looking at is, or, or if you go online and look is, you know, just, just a bunch of triangles from what it looks like, um, you know, pointing upwards. We just wanted to represent kind of that upwards movement, that upwards motion. Um, you know, for me, I wanted it to look more like mountains, right? I wanted it to look outdoorsy nature, really, where I get into God, where I see the beauty in this world is when I'm out in nature. I absolutely love being out in nature in, in doing that. Um, And it just kind of flowed from there, man. It was, uh, I thought it was a kind of an interesting kind of back and forth that we had on the phone, just kind of talking about what looked good and why and what colors and all that kind of stuff. But I think the result was pretty good.
0: Yeah, I was happy with it. I'm really happy with the name Upwards Positive Podcast because you know, again, we wanted to make sure we were covering a couple bases. Number one, we're trying to always look up, look vertical, look upward, wherever, however you want to say it. It doesn't really matter. The point is, we're trying to look upward and be positive about life and and bring back something special. And this logo, you know, at the end of the day, when I had to finish off the the ending of it with the guy with his arms in the air, I just loved it because. I just want you to feel free. I mean, the whole point of this conversation with you guys and with ourselves, even for ourselves, is to have that feeling of freedom and um, you know, have that mountain that you're going to overcome, right? And there's so many great stories that we're going to get into on this podcast that we're having to touch the surface of the stories I want to cover. I want to cover. There's so many ordeals in people's lives where they went through some amazing things and overcame that. And maybe some of them didn't overcome it. They died. But- the story of their legacy overcame a huge hurdle for other people like the Mount Everest expeditions. I want to talk about that. Yeah. I want to talk about, um, I want to talk about, uh, what's the guy's name? The guy who went to Alaska lived in a bus and died out there. I mean, it's amazing stories, but have inspired so many more people to come, you know, to, to make their lives about, uh, doing these things and trying to become that and learning and getting outdoors and, you know, experiencing something. Um, so the other day, uh, Tim, I, I decided to take the 5D Mark V and go for a walk, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to take this good camera, I'm going to go out to the woods, and I'm going to, um, and I'm going to look around. Right. So I, I walked from my house to. There's a patch of uh, public land that's by my house that it's owned by the city, but you can walk through it. There's. It goes into the park. It's actually part of the park now. It just extends all the way to my to my area where I live. And uh, some of the photos though that I took, I'll share on the screen and bigger picture for everybody. But um just incredible snowfall the snow was yeah, falling cool. it was really coming down and it was beautiful but I did notice some things that i thought were really cool and i i you know being living in a city not a big city but you know it's a big city but not like Detroit you know you get to see things like like uh like this on the walls and stuff under this bridge right and this isn't like Detroit you know this is like in the suburbs but some of the pictures you just you come up against you find are just like some cool stuff like this sign has like this green tint to it and I was like man that looks really cool that would look really cool with a good camera. Takes a picture of it, and you know, kind of go from there. But once I got into the forest, it was just magic. It, the snow was coming down. It was literally like these kind of spots were just incredible. That's under the bridge, looking out to the other. Yeah. You see two bridges.
1: I think that's definitely one of the passions that that we share is just getting out and looking around and taking pictures and and just seeing the beauty of just being outdoors and. It's it sometimes, I, I'll be honest, photography is a funny thing. Um, one thing that I've learned from photography is that photography sometimes is about the very, very, very small. It's not about the very, very, very big. Some of the best pictures that I've ever taken is stopping and looking at the end of a branch mm-hmm. and taking a picture of the of an end of a branch, right? Mm-hmm. Or in, the end of a, a blade of grass as opposed to the field that it's in. And it's about looking at those small things in life and taking a moment to really enjoy everything, not just a it. big picture of everything. Yeah, that's a perfect example. I mean, you have what four inches of actual world that you're yep. looking at in that photo. In and that four inches, what a cool photo. I mean, it it is it it's it's colorful. It is creative. It's everything that it's you know, kind of embodies, you know, that kind of art form, which I think is just really, really cool. And that's the one thing is like photography that I love is that it allows you to slow down. allows you to look around and allows you to really focus on different things that you probably would have just overlooked if you were just going for a walk.
0: Yeah. And this is the result of that walk. <laughs> See if it focuses there. <laughs> See if it focuses on that. that focus?
1: you got a little cold there, a little snow. Look
0: at that. That's crazy. <laughs> it was coming down, man. It was beautiful, awesome. though. I wish anybody could experience a snowstorm uh, walking like that. I, I literally went for a walk. It was just snowing a little bit. To be honest, I wanted to have a cigar, so I was like, "I'm gonna go for a walk, have a nice little cigar, just go for a walk and enjoy myself." Take the camera. So, I, you know, you saw that golf course picture. That was like early on, and yeah. as soon as I got to the bridges, it just started coming down like big time. So I'm underneath the bridges. I'm taking pictures of all the graffiti. And I'm like, wow, this is really cool graffiti. When I get it in light shot, you know, um, Photoshop and Lightroom, it's going to look amazing. I can pop the colors a little bit with the software. And I look, I start walking back out towards Dodge Park, the, the main park, and all of a sudden it's just coming down. And now, <laughs> I mean, I'm loving it, right? I'm thinking, this is great. And I see these ducks in the water and they take off just, you know, and it was so cool. The camera couldn't do anything because, you know, the problem with cameras like that, and I, I run into this a lot. And I think it's it's definitely an issue is that no cameras, I'm not going to say no, none, but most camera lenses are either a short or a long, right? You can't, there's not really a middle ground. So when I'm in there underneath that bridge taking pictures of a 50 millimeter lens, I come out, I walk out, there's a duck, I need a 600 millimeter lens instantly. I don't have time to switch lenses to get a duck that's taking off in mid flight. So that's the issue. It's like you either go in large or you go in small and you can't, it's hard to do both. And you have to carry a backpack and all the stuff. It's really annoying to
1: be honest. Yeah.
0: And so that, that's
1: why I like to be a professional cell phone photographer.
0: That's great, but you can't <laughs> cover distance. And one of my issues was, is I was thinking in my mind, like, man, the snow is gorgeous. If I walk on this field and there's a huge buck out there, it would have been a magical photo. If I had a lens that could reach him, you know, there's no way I'm going to get that close. So that's where I struggle is with, with photography is just that you have to make a, a decision right off the bat. Like, am I going short or long? Even in the cell phone, if you try to go long, it's horrible. Oh, and yeah. you it can't do it optically. You lose all so
1: detail. Yeah. Yeah, for
0: you sure. You have to kind of pre-decide. So when I go to like a Stony Creek, I always go in with my truck and I'm not walking. So I'll have two or three lenses. But the thing is, I'm always at distance anyways in a truck. So I'll have the big old 600 millimeter. And if I right. see deer, it's easy. I pull on the side of the road and start snapping shots. Uh, but in this walk, I mean, I wouldn't want to carried it anyway, Tim. That thing weighs like oh that you know, that yeah, that's like pounds. It's like a 10 pound heavy. lens. Yeah. And so it's really difficult. But I started thinking about it and I was like, man. These pro photographers, wildlife photographers, dude, what do they go through? I mean, they're out there doing this stuff in the Amazon, the jungle, and you know what I mean? Like living out yeah. there carrying those kind of lenses. And then I thought, I started thinking about the camera. I'm like, this, you know, I'm just happy this 5D is like a waterproof camera. It's like people don't realize these high end cameras are made for like that kind of stuff. Being out, yeah, they're made for exposure, you know, getting wet and getting snow. I'm not, I don't think you could throw them underwater, but they're made to get like hit and wet and water on them, which is makes them even better. Um, but you know, your phone, eh, it can handle a little bit. Yeah. Your phone's water resistant, I think too. uh, which is what I did to take the pictures of myself, obviously. Uh, Right.
1: Yeah. yeah, I think it's it's it's, it's about that passion though. Right. And finding that passion, finding those things that help you to focus on the more important stuff and the more important stuff. Isn't always the big picture. It's, it's the small little thing that you walk by every day that, that you just didn't stop to look at before. Yeah. I think we get so busy in our lives that uh, you know we forget about that kind of stuff and, and that that carries back to what we were originally talking about, which is the driving part of it, right? and the road rage and just those moments in time where you might be a little frustrated, but you're only seeing your view out your windshield. You're not looking at, you know that 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 little bit more, that that little piece of what's going on in that other car that with that other person. Yeah. Um, to really be able to focus on what's really important, so
0: and the other thing is, there's a lot of people out there. I, I don't know if you've ever seen any clips of like people praying in different countries. There's like there'll be like a hundred thousand people, one little square making doing a prayer, and it's just like you start powerful. to really like it's powerful, but you also start to think about like, God, we're just in America, we're just it's just so different here, it's like so open, and there's like a lot of room, there's not a lot of people compared to. Some of these other areas were just jammed in people, you know. It's just crazy. Yeah, you and have the
1: ability to kind of hide and have individualism
0: here. That right? exactly. Mm-hmm. Like that's my yeah. point. Like, you go for a walk. Like I walked through that that walk I did the other day. I didn't see a single person, the whole walk. Like, I mean, I walked from my house, which is a neighborhood, into the woods and through all the way to the dot the park. I saw people at the park, but then when I came back through that woods, not a single track, just me. But yep. like other parts of the world, you're not going to get that. You're going to always have people around you, which is not bad. I mean, if, you, you know, if you're a people person, you're used to it, but I like that. I like to be alone. Like that's my time to reflect. And, you know what I mean? Like I'm not rushing, like I'm walking through those woods slowly and I'm looking around, like you're saying, you know, I'm looking at the little things that make me feel alive and make me feel that, you know, need for, and that's why I think we liked hunting so much. Tim is like, that's part of it. It is. is. You're able to slow down.
1: Yeah. You're able to slow down and just focus on what's around you.
0: And I will tell this to anybody, if you're not a hunter, that's okay. Don't, don't kill an animal. That's fine. But you should still learn from a hunter to go sit in a blind and just sit there and watch. Yeah. Take a camera with you. It would be an incredible time for you to see a deer magically appear out of nowhere. Not a sound, not a glimpse. They are literally the ghosts of the forest. They will appear out of nowhere. You'll hear a snap, you'll look, and you'll see them just standing there looking around. Like It's unbelievable. It's so uh, beautiful and magical. And when you are a person, you can never fully understand what it'd be like to be an animal. So the senses, their senses are so much better than ours in every way, shape, or form. That when you walk through a forest, you'll 90% of the time never see them or hear them because they'll either bed down because they know where you're at or they'll, they'll be out of there before you even get close. So these are just amazing. That's why it makes it so amazing when you sit there and you see them appear, not just them, bobcats, raccoons, coyotes, mountain lions, bears. I mean, there's tons of different things, elk, moose, you name it. You can magically see all that when you're in the woods, just sitting there. And I, I recommend it for anybody. And like I said, don't take a bow. Don't take a gun. Who cares? Take a camera, take yourself. That's all you yeah. need.
1: No, it's funny. There's this whole thing. And I, it never, never skips my mind when somebody starts talking about that is there's, there's this, uh, there was this movement back a couple years ago. I don't know if it was in the U S or if it was somewhere else, I forget where I read it, but it was, it was called the forest bathing. Did we talk about we it on that. the podcast? I okay. That. Yeah. I so, it. It, so it was, it was about, it was about two forms. Like it was actually about paying somebody To take you out in the woods and and to to do what they call a forest page, which is basically just meditating or praying, um, you know, out in the woods and enjoying nature. And uh, there, but I'll tell you, as silly as that sounds, there is absolutely absolutely something spiritual about being out in the woods um, and being able to see creation in its, in its fullest form, right in front of your eyes. And to be able to do that on on days, like what you did, man, some of the best times that quietness that you get when the snow is falling. And I don't know, you know, not everybody listening to this has ever experienced this, but when, when it's snowing outside, there is a silence and a calm that you can just, it's so real. You can just feel, and it's an absolutely one of the most amazing
0: things. And then in the morning when you're out there, if you go early, so let's say you got there before the light comes, it's a very interesting phenomenon that happens that you sit in your stand and as the the air starts, to actually comes down. So like it gets misty happens after, like as the sun's rising, it pushes down and so it gets colder. It's a very yep. strange thing. So you'll be there, and it might feel like, let's say it's forty degrees. You're in your stand. You're sitting there. It's pitch black. As the light approaches, it gets colder and colder and colder and colder, and then it gets warmer again at some point. But I'm just saying because that that moisture comes down onto you. So now you're not just you're not just dry. You know, you got this wet blanket uh, slowly coming down onto your body that you weren't there before. So all of a sudden, your fingers and your toes, everything starts getting a lot more colder faster. You're like, yep. what is happening? You know. <laughs> and I used to I used to be like, what is? I don't get it. You know, I'm out here. I'm <laughs> I'm feeling good. I'm in my stand. It's 5 a.m., you know, and I'm and I'm I'm warm and not even cold. And all of a sudden, as the lights come and I'm getting colder, it's like, what is happening? You know, it's crazy. But it's funny to Tim and I, the forced bathing idea, because we are outdoorsmen. So we're used to that. So the idea that someone would pay for someone to take them out there is funny to us. But to you, it actually might not be. It depends where you live and what you do. I guess I didn't think of that. Right. If you're living in the city and you're used to being in a city, a big city. This might not, that actually might be something you need help with. And I reckon, Hey, I don't recommend just going anywhere without knowing what you're doing. So I don't necessarily disagree with hiring somebody to help you just to make sure you're doing the right stuff. But I would recommend if you're going to get out in the woods and you don't usually ever do that, or you're not used to it, consider staying on some sort of main trails, right? Have your phone fully charged, bring an extra battery thing behind you so you can plug it in if you had to stay on the main trails. Do not do not uh, go off any shoots if you don't know what you're doing. So don't rely on your phone. That's a big deal. You know, take a compass, learn how to use a compass, learn how to use a map. And you can use your phone, but I'm saying you can't rely on one source. That's always a huge error people make um, relying on one because you might lose service. If you lose service, you got no compass. You got nothing. You're in trouble. So yep.
1: And it sounds silly, but you know, there's definitely life experience there when, when we talk about this kind of stuff. I mean, I've been in situations where, you know, you don't know what direction to go in Correct. Um, and you start to freak out a little bit and then you got to slow down and just remember that, that you came prepared for that kind of thing. So, but you no, know, it is, it, but it's, it, I mean, obviously there's places to go like where Dave went in this world where it's, there's a trail, right? The trail is going to lead somewhere. so can't get lost. Yeah, there's so there, there's plenty of places to go and enjoy and, and be out in nature and, and really get out and about and enjoy it. And that's something else that we'll talk about on, on a podcast is my, my, one of my biggest passions, which is camping. I, I love camping. Mm. I love taking the family camping. We do a lot of really long trips each year. I, I typically spend about 30 to 40 days out uh, camping each year. Um, And there's reasons for that. There's reasons why, you know, we don't spend big money on big vacations, because it just doesn't do what we need it to do for our souls. Um, So more to come on that. But uh, there's definitely something to being out in nature and just and just respecting it and loving it.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. And I was going to say, real quick, from the past conversation, geography is, plays a big role in where you're going. So, if you're just make sure you understand where you're going, is all I'm saying. Like, if you're going to a park that's a local park, it's not a big deal, whatever. You know what I mean? But, like, if you're going to somewhere where it's an off road, off trail thing, understand the geography because you need to know what animals are out there. Is there bobcats or mountain lion? Is there bear? And how to deal with those animals in that situation. So, yep. but yeah, camping, Tim, can't wait to get into camping. We'll do that more in the spring, though, when we can actually go. That'd be exciting.
1: Yep, absolutely, man. I can't wait. That's that's one of my life passions. It has been for, uh, uh, gosh, almost a decade now. So
0: yeah. All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening to the Upwards Positive podcast. We appreciate you guys. And I want you to know that uh, this uh, podcast is filmed in audio and video. So if you're listening to this in audio and you want to watch the video, Tim and I chatting or see some of the imagery we're talking about, um, you can check us out on YouTube uh, and some, maybe some other spots we haven't decided yet, but we'll definitely be on YouTube and uh, obviously in the audio section in the podcast. So thanks for listening and uh, God bless you. Take care and be safe and have fun.